Welcome to Germany versus USA. Today, we're going to talk about liquids. Fantastic. I love that. <laughs> so Jim actually opened up a, a bourbon bottle, right? I did. I did. And he I... actually did take a sip out of it. <laughs> it's like, is he going? Oh, yeah. Oh, he is, actually. <laughs> I just took a swig of Woodford to uh, kick off this latest pod with Alex to talk about something liquid. So here we are. <laughs> um I bought a ticket a couple of days ago online um, for a place that I have not seen very often in the States, a public swimming pool. So I don't know, for Germany right now, or at least where I am, I live, you know, here in Hamburg, there is a, just around my, uh, our apartment, there's the Kaifu Freibad. And if you want to get in there, you got to buy a, you know, a ticket online. Uh, because of the restrictions that I only had a few people in. But I was actually, that made me think, um, I don't think I've ever really seen like a public swimming pool in the US. It's, 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 it's kind of weird, right? Well, yes and no. It's trending back towards where you see more shared communities with like pools and you can buy memberships. And, you know, like it's actually a really great point where I grew up in an area with, you know, a river and lakes and we had a pool and swimming was the second nature. Um, but now I live in an area where like, like I don't have access to any of that. So I'm going to have to find a public pool or a community pool to, you know, take, you know, my kid to like learn how to swim. Right. Or, you know, to mm -hmm. hang out with. So I think it's, it's trending back in that direction where the, it's be it's almost like a flip where public pools or neighborhood pools were a huge thing, like in the fifties and sixties and maybe even to the seventies. Then they got a little weird and people were like, no, no, no. Like I want my own private pool. Like I don't mm -hmm. want a, a community pool. And now it's almost like shifting back where it's like, who would, ha who would have a pool now? Like it's so much more convenient just to like go to the pool. Right, use it when you when you need it, because I because in Germany, of course I can't talk for everyone, but private pools are rather rare. I mean, I know very few people that have a private pool, and if you were to go swimming in the summer, you, you know you would pretty of course go to a lake if you're lucky enough that there's a lake around. Um, but very often, like when I was young, we would always go to the Freibad to the public swimming pool, and there would be like that's where we met that's where we hung out it's like it was it's part of my youth basically so i want to be very clear here you're saying public so what does that entail because here mostly it's private membership so you're not you're not just walking up in the community and saying hey what's up john or billy bob like you know mm -hmm. let's crack a cold mm -hmm. one like you know swim here a shared pool most often is either you buy into a neighborhood that has a, a pool or you pay for a membership like a of like a it doesn't have to be a country club but it, it could be like this private community pool that has membership fees and rules mm -hmm. and everything are you talking more about like just like a a public pool that you can just show up or do you have to like do a commitment no you just show up you just 
I mean, and those are they're they're often operated by the state, or at least to a certain degree funded by the state. So the state um, subsidizes. They often have to actually. To, I know that today, like many public uh, uh, pools, have to be subsidized because they're not making enough money, and some of them are private, but. Um, yeah, I think the one you refer to at the beginning is when you buy into your community. That's like, for instance, like a gated community that has like, you know, it has like this this area where there's a bunch of houses on there or apartments, and then in the center of it, there's like, you know, very often in the states there's like a little house where there's a gym, you know, some you do some sports, and then there's often also like a pool, right? Right, like what we experienced when we lived in Dallas, right? Like right, we had yeah, that was the- we had yeah we had a community that had. Um, a couple of swimming pools. It had a, a shared weight facility at tennis courts. It, you know, it was a private community that we were able to stay at and use those facilities. Um, and then, but there's also just these like this private, like you don't want like country club memberships in the United States, like golf are going mm-hmm. down. Um, the interest in golf as a whole of the, in the country is actually decreasing and so these like legacy golf courses who have always been pretty elite, um, you know, really for the upper middle class to upper class um, are becoming more accessible or they're isolating like memberships. So you could maybe you're not a golfer, but you want access to the pool or maybe you're don't want access to the pool, but you want to like play tennis. So they're trying to find like different uh, revenue streams to like support mm-hmm. it or they're facing like shutting down so it is it is a little bit of a transition um Mm -hmm. but yeah we don't really have at least in nashville to my knowledge we don't have a lot of like day ticket pools where you can just be like oh you know i'm gonna go to the pool tomorrow like that's not that's not a thing yeah it's super super common here i I was thinking that i'd never experienced i have never even seen one i think in the states uh uh, and I always, I, I remember that I talked to my host family in Utah about that for a little bit. And they always, they were like, they looked at me like confused. Like, it's like, uh, you know, they were also like a family that, you know, had a big house and, you know, they, they were doing, well, they were doing pretty good. And, uh, you know, they had their own uh, hot tub, uh, like whirlpool in the garden. And so when I asked them about like going swimming and if there's like a public pool, they're like, we don't know. <laughs> we're not sure grandma about a, that. <laughs> yeah, they were like, "Well, Grandma has a pool." That was, was at the beginning. It's like, oh, "Oh, I didn't know." Yeah, let's just go there. Then we went to Grandma and then swam in her pool. <laughs> I want to share a brief story about when your dad came and visited me and my family, and like, in your family came. Um, so they were coming, they were going to do a big, a big trip, you know, in the States. And, um, part of it was, you know, come see, see me and my family and for the families to meet. And so, you know, huge logistical item because starting out in the West coast, going all the way back to middle Tennessee. And so as the trip was being planned, uh, your dad sent me a text and was just like, so, uh, what is the swim situation? where you're at <laughs> and i was like wait what he's like i like to have my morning swim and i want to know <laughs> the situation am i gonna be able to have my morning swim like he was adamant like he wanted to plan the trip around you know places where he could get that that exercise in and which i think is great like swimming is awesome but it was also really funny because i'm like 
I don't know, man. I love a lot. Of, I mean, you can like lay out. You know, you're not gonna. You could. You can be that German to be swimming laps while everyone else is like drinking a martini, like laying out by the poolside. Like we'll let you do it. We're not. We're not gonna judge you. <laughs> but from an exercise standpoint, I don't know. <laughs> so swimming here, because I know. Like even when you and I first met way back when swimming was still like a big exercise like component, right? We're here like competitive swimming is mostly like East Coast, West Coast. You don't really have like competitive swimming. You have some of it in the South. I don't I don't want to get the email block. We I grew up swimming like, okay, you did, but it's it's not it's not the same as like what it is in like DC. Um you know, did I mean, but it's pretty common, right? In Germany where like just the, like the, like the Schwimmbad culture is yeah, like, it, yeah. it's, it's and a big you, thing. Right. I mean, everyone, everyone gets there, uh, you know, they have these, um, when you start swimming, of course, Germany there, you know, you have like a swimming badge where uh, the first time you, or the, uh, the swimming badge, badge that you get first is called uh, a seahorse. So it's you know did you did you you would ask like kids at the age of perhaps four five six hey hast du schon dein dein Seepferdchen like seahorse uh, which means you know did you already get your first swimming badge that proves that you know of course we're in Germany you need a badge as a kid when you're five old that proves that you can swim <laughs> seventy five pages of paperwork <laughs> <laughs> yeah you have to answer a couple of questions I think I'm, I'm not sure if that's with the with the seahorse but then you know then there's there's like it's like an entire like array of badges that you can get like I I think I did the gold like the DLRG gold or something so where you have to you know, swim, you know, like 600 meters in like 13 minutes or something, dive like nine feet deep and I don't know, whatever, all kinds of different stuff. Do you have that? Yeah, we do. We have, and it's like, I think it's very regional, like, oh, you're the minnows, you're the sharks, you're the, you know, whatever, the swordfish. I, I don't know what it is. Um, I, I do know, that, and I can speak very specific to my experience because of the area where I grew up and it's a river town. Um, not the Mississippi River, but a different river in Mississippi. Um, you know, swimming is very important um, that you know how to do it as a you know early age, and it becomes second nature. So, like, I don't remember learning how to swim. Um, you know, like I, I said a minute ago, like I I grew up in a an area where at a pool we had you know the there was a lake and when I say neighborhood, I think it's a little deceptive. There's like six houses on my street. You know, Alex can speak to it. You're, you're in the woods. Yes. I mean, right, it's, right, it, right. Yeah, it's, it, it's rural. It, it, yeah. Like there, there are other people, but there's not a lot. Um, but I, I you grew up shout, swimming. Yeah. Yeah. You have to shout really loud in order to talk to them <laughs> really loud. <laughs> Very loud. You can discommunicate through firing guns in there. Um, but so I grew up swimming and, in my mind, I was like, I'm a pretty powerful swimmer, right? Like I grew up swimming against the current. I grew up like jumping off the trestles. I like grew up, you know, like, you know, swimming in the pool, like diving, like until you could like grab the bottom of the lake and like, like have the mud to bring back up to prove how deep you could dive. And, you know, so I did all of these things. And then I got to college and one of my friends, you know, we were all, you know, dealing with like partying a little too much, getting out of shape. And one of my friends who had been a, a swimmer 
at state, he was like, Hey, do you want to start working out with me and we'll swim? And so I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Like I'm a great swimmer. Like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. I'll go, you know, work out with you to swim. So I got there and the difference between like rural redneck knowing how to swim versus like competitive swimming, like being a master, like, you know, breaststroke or freestyle or, or whatever all they do is night and day. So we got in the pool and he was just like killing me. And I was like, oh my God, I'm about to die. And he was like, that's just the warm up. So <laughs> like, holy shit, like I am going to drown out here. Well, one day we were swimming. This is university. So it's a big Olympic pool and we're working out and I'm just swimming, swimming, you know, trying to get us, you know, trying to like sweat out some sins and I'm coming up and I can tell that someone is yelling at me. I can hear it. I can experience it. But like I'm, you know, halfway through the in pool. The mode, I'm right? like, yeah. yeah, I'm in the mode. And so like I'm getting closer, getting closer. I'm like, I'm definitely no Katie Ledecky, you know, like I'm just like thrashing through the water. And I finally get to the edge. And this guy is just like red in the face, like just yelling at me like, oh, my God, that technique is terrible. Yeah, you're garbage what the is this blah 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 and like i like i come up and like all of a sudden he realizes and i realized that he was a coach for like a club team that was in the pool and he didn't realize that i was in like a you know sad guy free lane and he thought i was one of his swimmers and so he was just like dog cursing me being like you are the worst effing swimmer you shithead i'm gonna cut you and like (laughs) i come out of the water and like i take my goggles off i'm like yeah dude i know (laughs) i know i'm terrible at it just take me off the team take me off the team it's fine (laughs) and he just immediately starts like belly laughing and apologizing to me he's like oh my god i'm so sorry i'm just thank god you're not on my team i'm a really nice guy (laughs) yeah right yeah like i just you know i was just so concerned that you were one of mine and i just lost it but you know that you're not you're doing a good job you're doing okay buddy keep keep doing it keep doing you i'm like i get it man i get it i i understand i've been humbled i used to think i was a good swimmer and now i just know that like i probably won't drown and there's a big difference you're listening to gvu alex and jim will be right back Yeah. Um, there's one more thing I want to add for the swing because I we might get emails people complaining that I didn't mention it is uh, one term that perhaps that's just like in, in, with my friends it's the Freibad Pommes. So it's it describes yeah <laughs> just faces looking at me like what what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> you can translate right? I think you're yeah. you're onto it. Just go on because I I just wrinkled it's, my nose. It's, it's the public swimming pool french fries in the summer like i mean because we you know we spend so many summers in the freaking freibad the public swimming pool and the highlight was always getting you know french fries from there's always like a little kiosk where you can you know get like a boom boom ice you know like a that's the name of an ice cream that has like chewing gum in there and then i think the highlight to me is you get your french fries 
and uh, um, it's 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 the smell of chlorine. It's you know being outside. It's warm. It's you know using your slightly like wet fingers and like oh, touching the it. French fries. It's, it's, oh, it. it's, it's perfect. It's the perfect experience. <laughs> oh my god, I, I hate promise. it. I hate it so much because like even thinking of like being in a pool and like touching things after you've been in the pool and you're all like pruney and like yeah no 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 yeah I, the, the not- americans the, the american society and, and you you especially are a little too germophobe for like for being very accessible to public pools also right maybe i don't i don't want to like sound like a karen you know i'm just be like eh, i'm totally you know but it's just like yeah you know i'm i'm okay with it but it's it's the the um even if I was swimming like in my own private pool, like touching like a French fry, like wet and like dripping onto the French fry, like it horrifies me. Or like thinking about yeah. like being like a kid, like a kid, like being at a swim party and you know you've been swimming and they're like time for cake and and then you get out and like all the kids is wet and dripping and spitting on the cake and you're just like your head is exploding because <laughs> you can imagine when i was like seven years old this was like horrifying to me like is this isn't like something i developed in adulthood like i'd just be there and just be like no 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 can i just get my cake can I just oh, nope <laughs> nope okay i'm just can I'm i go just inside gonna... use a fork <laughs> <laughs> yeah can we please use a fork and knife? <laughs> um, um, you know what? I think we, we, we're done with the swimming part, um, but you s- used the term. And I think perhaps after the break, let's talk about that term because it's been, well, up and coming recently, right? Okay. Should we start uh, starting with Karen? Yes, I think so. Um I'm so upset right now. I just need, I need to talk to your manager. Even my dog is angry because like your performance is terrible. And I didn't invest 20 minutes of my time to deal with this bullshit. So let me talk to your manager right now. You've talked about fucking swimming. It's water. It's liquid. What are you talking about? It's just, you know, it's the the fish pee in it. And you're talking about it for like 20 minutes. Of course I wouldn't let my children swim in a public pool. How dare you? Who do you think I am? So we were being a Karen right now. <laughs> so and actually it is it is Karen, the name Karen, K-A-R-E-N, right? Yes. And God bless every person and soul who is actually named Karen, because that is super unfortunate of just <laughs> Your name is now a term for like a privileged, middle-aged, angry white woman. Um, there's really not a lot you can do about it. It's just the the internet and the world has said yes to Karen. This is going to happen. Yeah, I am. Um, I, I I think I was. I, I became aware of the term like being a Karen or you know behaving like a Karen. Uh, just recently, I think a couple of weeks ago or like a month ago, I talked to actually an American that I uh, that I work with here, and um, and he was like, yeah, it, it, he he was referring to something. Oh yeah, she was being a Karen. I was like, she was what? Her name was Karen. And then you know he explained it to me. I hadn't hadn't heard of that before. Yeah, so that was one of my my big questions because Karen 
Karen has been around for a few years. It's not. Oh, has it really not, for years? Yeah, it's not like a. It's not a new term. It actually, if you can visualize it, and you don't put the Karen to it, if you think of the very specific haircut um, of where it's short in the back and long in the front, I'm not talking about a reverse Fokuhila. Like I'm like really talking about this very specific type of haircut that became like a mm-hmm. meme, right? Of like, I'm going to speak to your manager. Um, mm-hmm. And that ignited the term Karen, right? Where it's just this mm-hmm. white middle-aged entitled privileged woman. And then recently in the last probably a year or so, I don't, I don't want to say it just has happened in the last you know six months or so ignited. It's, it's been around, um, and it's just this very thing. And you even have like Karens that, you know, or the term Karens and like people will say, Hey, if someone's misbehaving, they title them as a Karen. Um, yeah. Like, like, like she was being a total Karen about it or something, right? That's- yeah. And you know, so my, my personal opinion on, on the Karen is I think there's first some truth in in the stereotype of certain types of people behaving that way. However, it's really unfair to isolate it to so specific, right? Because there's Mm -hmm. also like a lot of privileged people behaving badly. And it just happens to fall upon the, you know, middle-aged white woman. But there's a lot of like middle-aged white guys who are also just like, you know, yeah. there's and plenty I, sound bites of them being like not well behaved and and so on. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm not trying to defend yeah, the Karen. Yeah. Like, don't I don't want the email of like Jim is defending the Karen. Like, no, I'm not. Like, I get it. I, I there's there's a reason Karen the term Karen exists. However, I think it can also get a little too far. Where like we should right. maybe broaden the scope of who can be a Karen. You know, you and I could be a Karen. You know, like I was just going to say, I mean, exactly. It, 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 to me, it, the term was not even really being gender specific, right? I mean, it was can be for males or females. Uh, uh, but it's I mean, it is a little sexist, though, that, you know, that, you know, that behavior is, uh, uh, you know, that that a name for a woman is coined as a term for that kind of behavior. Because I also like I. Yeah, I would. So if we were to distill the term Karen and we would remove the the gender and the race and just say, what are people truly saying here? It's, it's a privileged person acting out or overreacting on a situation that they should handle better, you know? So Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be specific to a woman. It doesn't have to be a middle aged person. It doesn't have to be, you know, anyone. It just, it can just be a privileged person (laughs) being an asshole. I don't know if that's even like a, thing that's outside of american and that's actually makes me even more uncomfortable like is this solely unique to american behavior right now i mean i'm pretty sure developed in the states 100 percent, right and um i i i mean <clears throat> it's the same thing with every kind of trend where you know you it slowly starts growing i talked to you know an american here and then another dude we were working with who was actually german he knew the term he had heard the term he's a little younger um and I, you actually, you 
once I heard the term, I realized that if you, you know, briefly, you know, check out Instagram or something, you stumble upon that as well. And people are referring to that. And so I think it's making its way like through the uh, social networks mostly into like the German culture, but very slowly. We are never going to get this segment off, but we're going to start here. So, Alex, even though you keep interrupting, I have good news. Well, I have good news or maybe bad news. I don't know. I have news on the seeds that are being sent to the United States, or we don't know if they're actually being sent. But right now, so we talked about, I think, in the last episode that Americans were receiving seeds that they thought were from china like mm-hmm. and they and so they didn't know for certain if that was the case or not turns out these said seeds where everyone's like oh we're what's going on with this so far like of what they've done with analysis it's been like pumpkin sage mint like tulips it's only been positive happy go lucky seeds so I think that's a really good sign, right? Like, maybe- yeah, that's awesome, right? It's like, it's uh, it's, uh, it's it's almost this like double rainbow moment where like yeah, it's just happy flowers and seeds and colorful. It's almost a triple rainbow. <laughs> so let's well, ju- let's just hope it, it stays like that, right? Right. I mean, I I still want to say if you receive the seeds, send them to your university or wherever you're supposed to send them. Don't plant them. Don't throw them out. But I'm hopeful this whole situation is going to come out and this is going to be like some Billy being like, yep, I got a lot of people freaking out. Because right now, like, a, there's been nothing that's not natural to, like, North America, right? It's just been, okay. it's just been, yeah. I, it's got, a, I don't, I don't want to say it's been a hoax because, like, it could still be something significant. But as of right now, it's just like, yeah, like, do what you got to do, but. You know, it's it's not it's not a big deal so far. It's a double rainbow, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> what you tell me that you haven't received random Chinese seeds in Hamburg? I'm not sure. I haven't. I mean, I haven't checked my mailbox recently, but I don't think people here have received a package with like random seeds. <laughs> it's like <laughs> weird how that's too often here. right. Weird how that's only happening here in very select states. You know, you know how you um how we talked about Florida man, and you look at a Florida man and just like oh crazy the story. That's how we look at the states. <laughs> Sometimes it's like it's like no, that they didn't do that. That didn't happen. It's like oh yeah, this is, that's what's happening. That's totally fair. I get it. Jim, I'm actually very happy that this episode we kept our well. We kept your promise to your mom from last episode. We, we didn't did. talk about uh, didn't talk about Trump, didn't really talk about COVID. I don't think, and we didn't talk about like anything related to World War Two or Nazis or anything like that. So it was just a happy-go-lucky episode about you know seeds, rainbow. <laughs> but yeah, as always, um, feedback through our email podcast podcast at germany minus versus minus usa.com and that's still a terrible email address that you can also find in the show notes <laughs> i do i do um, want to make it very clear 
I did not pick the email. That's right. You can also use Facebook or... Yeah, I think Facebook, right? Now, we're, we can tell that we're getting old. We're just... <laughs> we don't even have like a German University USA Instagram account. It's just Facebook. <laughs> so, yeah, just so email sad. us. We're, n- we're not going to check your Facebook post. Just email us. <laughs> Cheers. Y'all take it easy. Thanks for listening. Perhaps we cut out the third repetition of you telling people not to plant the seeds.